Okay, Effortless English members, welcome to the vocabulary lesson for Jack Kerouac, King of the Beats. Let's get started. Starting at the top, we have the word beats, King of the Beats. The Beats were a group of writers. It was a uh, writing movement, a writing style that was popular in the late 1950s and in the 1960s. Jack Kerouac was the most famous beat writer. Okay, you see the word novelist. A novelist is a person who writes novels, and a novel is a long book, usually a story. All right, so we see the word critical success. It says Jack Kerouac now enjoys critical success, but not during his lifetime. Critical success means success with reviewers, with uh, kind of professionals, people who write a review about a story, and they say this is a good book or this is not. Those are critics, book critics. We also have movie critics. So critical success means that those people like your book or your movie. Um, so some movies are very popular. A lot of people go to see them and they love them, but the critics, the professional writers, movie writers, don't like it. So it's possible to have popular success, but not critical success. You see the word spontaneous. This is a common English word. Spontaneous means without planning. You don't think about doing something before you do it. You just do it. So if you're hungry, you just grab something to eat very quickly. You don't think about uh, what you want to eat. If you're angry, you, you just, yeah, you start yelling. You don't think about uh, what you're going to do. You don't stop yourself from yelling. You do exactly what you feel right now at this moment. We also see the word confessional in that same sentence that Kerouac had a confessional style. Uh, confessional means very open and honest about your life. Uh, so confessional means you're telling your secrets. You're telling secrets about your life. So his style, he wrote about his own life and he told all the secrets about how he felt and what he did. That, that's a confessional style. Okay, you, you see the verb to roam. Kerouac roamed around America. He roamed America for a long time. To roam is to travel. It has the idea of not having a plan. If you roam, you go from one place to another to another, but you have no real plan. You just wander around. You just travel around without planning. That's roam or roaming. Okay, we see the word uh, catalyst, catalyst for. Kerouac's writing was a catalyst for the 1960s counterculture. Catalyst means something that starts a reaction or something that begins an action or something that encourages an action. So Kerouac's writing influenced many people. It encouraged people to change their way of life. Kerouac's writing challenged the normal American lifestyle. So he helped to start the 1960s counterculture. Counterculture means, counter means against. So counterculture is a new culture that is going against the old culture. All right, we see the word prowess in here. It talks about that Kerouac had athletic prowess. Athletic means uh, related to sports, about sports. So he was a good athlete. He could play sports. And prowess means skill or ability.
So he had athletic prowess, he had athletic skill, he had sports skill. All right, we see the word scholarship. A lot of you know the word scholarship. A scholarship is free money to go to school. Usually the government gives you money to go to university or college. That money, we call it a scholarship. Sometimes a company will give a scholarship. All right, and at the end of the first page, you will see the phrasal verb, the two-word verb, pan out, to pan out. It says not pan out. His scholarship did not pan out. We usually use pan out in a negative sentence. I don't know why, but we usually say not pan out. And to not pan out means uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't happen. It's not successful. So you try something, but then you fail. In this case, he tried playing football in university, but he failed. He dropped out. He quit the team. So it did not pan out. His football career did not pan out. It was not successful. It didn't happen. All right. In the next page, the second page, uh, we see the word seminal. It says, uh, his seminal work was on the road. Seminal means very original. It's an adjective. Very original, uh, very creative, uh, very new. Uh, sometimes it even has a feeling of being the, the best at something. Something very new and creative and great. So On the Road was his seminal book. It was his first really different book. It was his first really popular and original and creative book, On the Road. And it's a great book. Try reading it. It's a very interesting book. All right, uh, you see the verb established in the next paragraph, that uh, his first book, The Town in the City, was uh, before he established his style. So to establish something is to create it, or to prove it, or to make it permanent. So in the beginning, he didn't have a unique style, a special style. His first book was kind of normal. But then after that, he established, he created, uh, a beat style, and beat is his is the name for this kind of writing. Beat means very free, very open, very honest kind of writing, a very spontaneous kind of writing, not planned. All right, and Kerouac was influenced by uh, a man named Thomas Wolfe, a writer named Thomas Wolfe, another American writer. So Thomas Wolfe affected Kerouac. All right. In the next paragraph, we see the words drafts and tentatively. He says, uh, building on, adding to his previous drafts, tentatively titled The Beat Generation and Gone on the Road. A draft is a, uh, is a book, something you write, a book, a report, a paper, but it's not finished yet. So maybe you write it the first time, but it has many mistakes. That's called a draft. And maybe you might have one or two or three drafts. You write it again and again and again until it's perfect, until it's ready. That's a draft. Tentatively means not sure or temporary or, you know, possibly. So the tentatively title, tentatively named, it means this famous book, On the Road. In the beginning, he didn't know what the name would be. So he had just a... Uh, uh, a temporary title. The first temporary title was called The Beat Generation. The second temporary title was called Gone on the Road. 
But the final title, the permanent title, is On the Road. All right, very nice. Next we have, you see the word marginalized social groups in the next paragraph, that his book On the Road was rejected. Most companies did not want to publish his book because it was sympathetic, it was kind, it was nice, it was positive about marginalized social groups in the United States. Marginalized means uh, a group that has no power. So, for example, in the 1950s, black people in America had no power. They were treated very badly. They were a marginalized group. It means the, the rest of society makes them weak. So Kerouac was sympathetic. He was kind towards black people, towards uh, people who were poor, people who were homeless, all these people. He was very kind. He wrote very uh, kind things about them. And that was not good in the 1950s in America because America was conservative then. So these are marginalized groups, weak groups in society. All right, and then so Viking Press, the company that did publish the book, they demanded, they requested, they said you must make major revisions. A revision is a change. And it's usually a change to a movie or a change to a book. We call that a revision. All right. Next, you see the word explicit in the next paragraph, that the book was deemed, was thought to be, was considered too explicit for 1957 readers. Explicit means very direct and powerful and sometimes obscene. In other words, uh, kind of rude or talking about, for example, sex or using drugs or very poor people. These are, and doing it very directly. We call that explicit. It's an adjective. So his book, On the Road, is quite explicit for 1957, especially. All right. In the next paragraph, you see the word autobiographical. Autobiographical is, the, is an adjective. The noun is autobiography. But autobiographical means about your own life. So his book, On the Road, was autobiographical. It was about his life. Okay, and then he, he said he made a road trip. A road trip, that's kind of an American slang. Road trip is a trip, of course. It means traveling, but it means traveling by car, especially by car. It has the idea you jump in your car and you go, and you go somewhere, you just travel around, you roam around. All right, you see the word, the phrase defining work. On the road is described as the defining work of post-World War II. Defining work or defining book or a defining piece of art. A defining something means very important or the most important. It means it describes this time period. If it's the defining work of post-World War II, after World War II, it means it's the most important book written after that time period. Okay, we see the phrase immersion into, Kerouac's immersion into Buddhism. It means he started to study Buddhism a lot, uh, very powerfully, very intensely. He, immersion means to go under. but So in this case, it means to go deeply into Buddhism. All right. Finally, on the next uh, page, the last page, we see the word hemorrhage. A hemorrhage, internal hemorrhage. Those two words go together. Internal means inside. Hemorrhage means bleeding. 
It means your, your blood is coming out of your body, but not coming out on your skin, not on the outside of your body. A hemorrhage is inside your body. It means you're bleeding inside your body. That's how he died. He started bleeding inside his body. And this bleeding, it was caused by cirrhosis of the liver. Cirrhosis of the liver means uh, uh, dying of the liver or death of the liver or a disease of the liver. Cirrhosis means your liver is sick, your liver is weak, your liver is bad. And cirrhosis is usually caused by uh, drinking alcohol, a lot of drinking, or sometimes it's caused by uh, um, other diseases. But drinking is a common cause of cirrhosis. So he died from cirrhosis of the liver. Okay, as always, please repeat this vocabulary lesson a few times. I go very quickly in this uh, vocabulary discussion. So probably you need to repeat this discussion uh, several times so that you really remember the new vocabulary. And then, of course, listen to the mini-story lesson. That will help you practice some of the more uh, keywords and really learn how to use them. Hello, welcome to the mini-story for the Jack Kerouac King of the Beats article. We're going to learn a few vocabulary words today, practice them. We're going to learn spontaneous, confessional, catalyst for, or catalyst, prowess, to not pan out, seminal, tentatively, marginalized, and hemorrhage. Spontaneous means without a plan, to suddenly, quickly do something without thinking about it first. Confessional means to tell about your life, tell your secrets uh, very honestly and directly. Catalyst is something that encourages change or causes change. Prowess means skill, usually a physical skill. To not pan out means to not be successful or to not work out, to not be effective. Seminal means very creative and original. It can also kind of mean special or great. Tentatively means uh, temporarily or not completely sure, not in a sure way. Marginalized means uh, weakened or separated from. Usually use it with groups of people or maybe a person. It means the, the large group of people makes another group very uh, small or powerless. It takes away their power, it criticizes them, it attacks them. The small group that's attacked, we say they are marginalized. And finally, a hemorrhage. Hemorrhage is a bleeding uh, inside your body, usually. All right, let's start with our story. First, the story at normal speed. Andy is a marginalized man. He's poor and he's homeless. He lives on the streets in San Francisco. Nobody likes Andy. He's too spontaneous. He never thinks before he acts. If he is angry, he will immediately yell and scream and throw things. Sally is very successful. She has great physical prowess. She's a professional basketball player. She's rich. One day, Andy saw Sally. He tentatively approached her and said, Can you give me some money? I used to have a good job, but it didn't pan out. I'm really an honest person. 
Andy then told Sally a confessional story, all the secrets about his life, all his details. When he finished, Sally laughed and said, Go away, you bum! Then she punched him in the stomach. Andy fell down crying. Her punch caused an internal hemorrhage in his stomach. The police came and took Andy to the hospital. Luckily, Andy lived. Sally's punch was a seminal event in Andy's life. Since he almost died, Andy started to think about his life. He decided he needed to change. When he got out of the hospital, he found a job. Then he went to night school. Eventually, he became very successful. Now he is happy that Sally hit him. She was the catalyst that caused his life to change. Okay, next time, let's tell the story again. This time I will pause and ask questions. Here we go. Andy is a marginalized man. Is Andy a popular man? No, he is not a popular man. Is Andy a powerful man? No, he's not. He's not a powerful man. He's a marginalized man. He is on the edge of society. He's a marginalized man. Most people don't like him. He has no power. He's marginalized. Why is he marginalized? Well, he's marginalized because he's poor and he's homeless. He lives on the streets in San Francisco. Nobody likes him. Why not? Well, he's too spontaneous. Does Andy plan everything he does? No, he never plans. He's spontaneous, always spontaneous. Uh, does he control his emotions? No, he never controls his emotions. He's always very spontaneous. If he feels something, he immediately acts. So Andy's very spontaneous. For example, he never thinks before he acts. He's, if he's angry, he will immediately start to scream and yell. So he's too spontaneous. Our next character is Sally. Sally is very successful. She has great physical prowess. Uh, does she have physical ability? Yes, she does. She has physical ability. Does she have physical skill? Yes, she does. She has great physical skill. She's very good with her body. What kind of prowess does she have? Well, she's a professional basketball player. She has basketball prowess. Because she's a professional, she's very rich. One day in the past, Andy saw Sally. He tentatively approached her. Did he go to her in a very fast way, in a very direct way? No, he tentatively approached her. He wasn't sure. He was unsure. He went slowly. He went, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, excuse me. He went to her very tentatively, not sure. And he said, can you give me some money? I used to have a good job, but it didn't pan out. So in the past, Andy had a job. Was his job successful? No, he was not successful at his job. It didn't pan out. Did he stay at his job? No, he didn't stay at his job. It didn't pan out. His job didn't pan out, so he left the job. He quit the job or was probably fired, right? Maybe he was fired because he was too spontaneous. So the job did not pan out wasn't successful. Then after he tells her this, he says, I'm really an honest person. And then he tells her a long confessional story. Does he tell her a science fiction story? 
No, he tells her a confessional story, a story about his own life, a story about secrets in his life. He tells her a confessional story. After this confessional story, does Sally feel sorry for him? Does she want to help him? No. Even after this long confessional story, Sally is very mean. She says, go away, you bum. Go away, you jerk. Go away, you loser. Then she hits him in the stomach. And Andy falls down and he's crying. Why does he cry? Well, because he's hurt a lot. He has a hemorrhage in his stomach. His stomach is bleeding. Is his stomach just a little bit hurt? No, he has a hemorrhage in his stomach. It's bleeding inside his stomach. It's a very serious injury. He's hurt very badly. So he has a hemorrhage in his stomach. What happens next? Well, the police come. They take him to the hospital. Why do they take him to the hospital? Well, they take him because he has a hemorrhage in his stomach. It's very serious. Sally's punch was a seminal event in Andy's life. Was it a small event? No, no, it's a seminal event. It's a very important event. It's a very original, special event because it created a new life for him in the future because of this happening, because of this experience. So this event was a seminal event. It was an original event. It was a seminal event, a special event, a seminal event, a special event in his life because he almost died. Since he almost died, he started to think about his life a lot. He realized, oh my God, I need to change my life. I almost died and I'm living a terrible life. I'm marginalized and I'm homeless. I need to change. So when he gets out of the hospital, he finds a job. He goes to night school. Eventually, he becomes very successful. And now he's happy that Sally punched him. Why is he happy that he got punched? Why is he happy he had a hemorrhage? Well, because the punch and the hemorrhage, they were the catalyst for changing his life. They caused him to change his life. They started the change. So they were the catalyst. These events were the catalyst. The catalyst starts a reaction. It starts a change. So this catalyst helped to change his life. Okay, now one more time. This time I'm going to just repeat some of the phrases or sentences and then I'll pause and then you repeat after me and then I'll say it again and then you say it again. Okay, here we go. Andy is a marginalized man. Andy is a marginalized man. He's too spontaneous. He's too spontaneous. Sally has physical prowess. Sally has physical prowess. Andy tentatively approaches Sally. Andy tentatively approaches Sally. Andy's job didn't pan out. Andy's job didn't 
pan out. He tells her a confessional story. He tells her a confessional story. Andy had a hemorrhage. Andy had a hemorrhage. It was a seminal event in his life. It was a seminal event in his life. The punch was the catalyst for change. The punch was the catalyst for change. Okay, now one more time. I'm going to repeat only the new vocabulary words. So please repeat the vocabulary words after me. Copy my pronunciation. Okay, here we go. Marginalized. Marginalized. Spontaneous. Spontaneous. Prowess. Prowess. Tentatively. Tentatively. Pan out. Pan out. Didn't pan out. Didn't pan out. Confessional. Confessional. Hemorrhage. Hemorrhage. Seminal. Seminal. Catalyst. Catalyst. Okay, that is all for the mini story lesson. Please repeat this lesson a few times, even if you understand everything, even if you know the vocabulary. Repeating will help you learn it automatically and then later use it automatically. So repeating each lesson is very important. Please repeat all the lessons, all the audio. Thank you. I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Jack Kerouac, King of the Beats. Jack Kerouac was an American novelist, writer, poet, and artist. While enjoying popularity but little critical success during his own lifetime, Kerouac is now considered one of America's most important authors. His spontaneous, confessional prose style inspired many other writers, including Tom Robbins, Lester Bangs, Hunter S. Thompson, and Bob Dylan. Kerouac's best-known works are On the Road, The Dharma Bums, Big Sur, and Visions of Cody. He divided most of his adult life between roaming the vast American landscape and living with his mother. Faced with the changing country, Kerouac sought to find his place, 
eventually rejecting the conservative values of the 1950s. His writing often reflects a desire to break free from society's structures and to find meaning in life. This search led him to experiment with drugs and to embark on trips around the world. His books are often credited as the catalyst for the 1960s counterculture. Kerouac was born in Lowell, Massachusetts to a family of French Canadians. Jack didn't start to learn English until the age of six, and at home, he and his family spoke French. At an early age, he was profoundly marked by the death of his elder brother, Gerard, an event that later prompted him to write the book, Visions of Gerard. Kerouac's athletic prowess led him to become a star on his local football team, and this achievement earned him scholarships to Boston College and Columbia University. At Columbia, he wrote several sports articles for the student newspaper, the Columbia Daily Spectator. His football scholarship did not pan out, and he went to live with an old girlfriend, Edie Parker, in New York. It was in New York that Kerouac met the people with whom he was to journey around the world, the subjects of many of his novels, the Beat Generation, including Allen Ginsberg, Neil Cassidy, and William S. Burroughs. He wrote his first novel, The Town and the City, as well as his most famous work, the seminal On the Road, while living in New York. The Town and the City was published in 1950 under the name John Kerouac and earned him some respect as a writer. Unlike Kerouac's later work, which established his beat style, it is heavily influenced by Kerouac's reading of Thomas Wolfe. Kerouac wrote constantly but could not find a publisher for his next novel for six years. Building upon previous drafts tentatively titled The Beat Generation and Gone on the Road, Kerouac wrote what is now known as On the Road in April 1951. Publishers rejected the book due to its experimental writing style and its sympathetic tone towards minorities and marginalized social groups of the United States in the 1950s. In 1957, Viking Press purchased the novel demanding major revisions. In 2007, to coincide with the 50th anniversary of On the Road, an uncensored version of On the Road will be released by Viking Press, containing text that was removed from the 1957 version because it was deemed too explicit for 1957 readers. It will be drawn solely from the original manuscript. The book was largely autobiographical, describing Kerouac's road trip adventures across the United States and Mexico with Neil Cassidy. Kerouac's novel is often described as the defining work of the post-World War II era. In 1954, Kerouac discovered Dwight Goddard's A Buddhist Bible at the San Jose Library, which marked the beginning of Kerouac's immersion into Buddhism. He chronicled parts of this, as well as some of his adventures with San Francisco area poets, in the book The Dharma Bums, published in 1958. Kerouac developed a friendship with the Buddhist Taoist scholar Alan Watts. He also met and had discussions with the famous Japanese Zen Buddhist D.T. Suzuki. In 1955, Kerouac wrote a biography of Siddhartha Gautama entitled Wake Up, which was unpublished during his lifetime but eventually serialized in Tricycle Magazine, 1993 to 1995. He died on October 21, 1969 at St. Anthony's Hospital in St. Petersburg, Florida. His death at the age of 47 resulted from an internal hemorrhage caused by cirrhosis of the liver, 
the result of a life of heavy drinking. He was living at the time with his third wife, Stella, and his mother, Gabrielle. He is buried in his hometown of Lowell.